morning. As you can imagine, there may be some differences that the defense are present. Um, what you will see is that on April 8th, um, Mr. Chambers and Ms. Wright were riding in the car, southbound on Sherman Avenue. It was nice weather, it was dry. And um, there was stop traffic, that is correct. The, you will see that, and you will hear from the investigating officers, that there were approximately three to four cars stopped in the southbound lane uh, of Sherman Avenue. You will hear that the school bus has stopped approximately a block and a half before the vehicle veered, veered off the road. You will hear that there, were, there, there was stopped traffic behind the school bus. Uh, presumably some of those people would have seen the accident. You will not hear from any of them. These people, these witnesses, have not been developed by the investigating officers. Nobody has tried to find them. Nobody has interviewed them. Nobody has stopped them while they were still there to keep them there for the investigating officers. People, seven, eight, six cars, we don't know exactly how many, and we won't hear from them because the investigating officers did not investigate these folks. You will hear from Angela McDonald, who will say that she's seen the car going by very fast, who will probably say that it was very close to her house, looking out of a small kitchen window with bushes in front of it. You will hear from the bus driver that says, yes, um, that car was coming on the shoulder. You will not hear again from the people parked behind the bus driver or from the people that were right beside the road that had a clear view on said shoulder. We don't know who they You will hear from the investigating officers um, pretty much what Ms. Yarbrough had said. Um, photos were taken. The car was investigated. Um, Mr. Chambers was investigated. What you will see that the evidence, and uh, you will hear from Bob Villa, who's an expert who does nothing but accident reconstruction. You will hear that the evidence is also consistent with somebody trying to avoid an accident at any speed. Seeing parked cars in front of him, the choice was made to not crash into them, but to try to avoid them. You will hear that that car was going on the shoulder. And um, the photos that were taken by Florida Highway Patrol by uh, Sergeant Allen, uh, Corporal Ellis, those are pictures where they tried to develop the scene and to maintain the scene for you to see, for us to see, for the experts to see what they said. This is what it looked like. This is what we saw on that day. This is how we preserve this evidence for you to see. That evidence is inconsistent with going 79 or 80 miles an hour. That evidence is consistent with going a lot slower, around 50, 53 miles an hour. That evidence is consistent with a person trying to avoid a collision 
head on into the back of another vehicle, which may have one or four or five people in it. We don't know if those people were not stopped. Um, you will hear and see a lot of mathematics in this case. Um, Corporal Jones is going to tell you how he developed the speed. He's presumably walking you through it. Um, you may think that the defense is in complete disagreement with everything he did. That is not so. He estimated the speed at impact where the vehicle came to rest at approximately 20 miles an hour. And um, we don't disagree with that. What we disagree with is that the starting speed was 79 or 80 miles an hour because the evidence is inconsistent with that. And when, when we walk through the formulas, and I'm going to spare you the details because I'm not a mathematical genius, um, we're going to let Corporal Jones explain how he came to 79 miles an hour. And we're going to let Mr. Villa explain why his calculations have that wide difference in it. That's almost a 30 mile difference that these two experts calculated. And why they believe that each of them are right. What you will see is that in the end, it is completely consistent with the evidence that Mr. Chambers and Ms. Wright were driving down the road at approximately 50 miles an hour, that for some reason there was there were the stop cars that he tried to avoid it by veering around there. Lost control of the vehicle. This vehicle is known to have problems, this particular model of vehicles. And what we don't know is whether there were in addition problems with this particular vehicle's braking. The evidence that you will see is consistent with either one. There could be problems with it, there could not. We will not stand here and say this is so, but it, it, again, the evidence is consistent with somebody trying to avoid a collision and having problems with the brakes in addition. So while all of this evidence is presented, I ask you to keep an open mind again to get to go second and to listen and to see how, it, how the evidence breaks down into its pieces how it fits together in the end, how it makes sense, and to use your common sense and make your decision based on what you see, what you hear, and what you see makes sense. Thank you.